0: Talking with the Rutherford County Newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your
1: host, Scott Walker.
0: Well, this morning on our program, we have with us Dr. Craig McCabe, local eye doctor. And uh, I, I do have him on the phone, but he is walking right in as we speak. Dr. Craig McCabe live in studio this morning. How are you today? How's the traffic out there?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. And you know, at this time, at least coming up South Church as I do, it's not that bad at all. It's moving at speed.
0: You know it, no
1: it, accidents which is always a wonderful thing to see on south church
0: you, you never can tell on south church if the traffic is going to be horrid or if it's going to be smooth flowing but i think this week it's going to be a little easier to navigate each morning than usual because i know schools like riverdale they're having exams this week but With those exams, a lot of students don't have to come in until their first exam, and some of those are at 1 p.m., so it it should make traffic a little easier on South Church.
1: Yeah, I'd say probably starting Monday, and as long as you stay away from any kind of store area, you know, malls, we have those too, because traffic's bad there. And I'll tell you, South Church between, oh, let's say... uh, 415 and 530 every single workday is terribly slow bumper to bumper you know half the time I go there at least it seems like that there's an accident and uh, it's just not good Um, that is such a busy street I really wish the city would would work on that and I'm sure other people would say the same about the streets they travel it just happens to be the one that I travel Uh and then of course you always try to avoid the mall areas uh, during this time of year and you know good good for the businesses you know we need to shop more local and uh, help out the people here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County but um, right now the traffic's good The weather, it's not raining, yay, right? (laughs) Does everybody feel like uh, they've been living in Oregon or Washington State for the last two weeks?
0: I I know. And, you know, for me, (laughs) with all this rain we've been having, it it makes my head hurt. I get headaches only on the days it's raining. But they're bad headaches.
1: Wow. So you are like a human barometer and hygrometer, if you will, which is what measures the humidity.
0: It's like when that barometric <laughs> pressure change changes, it, it, it changes in my head as well,
1: <laughs> and it hurts. <laughs> are you telling me you get even a bigger head when it's raining? I get a bigger head when it's raining. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> well, you know, but sinus headaches are no fun for anybody, you know, so we shouldn't make fun of that. But, uh, you know, get your sinusitis treated so you have less of that, and... Uh, Boy, I hope everyone is uh, full of the Christmas spirit. You know, we get so that we get caught up in all the chores that you have to do to make Christmas work, (laughs) right? Um, (laughs) We do. Which distracts from really the giving and the loving and the happiness and the celebration of the time. And uh, so let's try not to forget that as we move forward. And let's try... To have that Christmas spirit, especially to people that we're driving along, or that are in front of us, <laughs> or uh, that we uh, bump into in crowded shopping situations, uh, let's all say excuse me a Merry Christmas and let's try to spread the cheer and let's try to be one of those towns, right, the borough where people say, gosh, they're just so doggone nice here.
0: Let's, let's try to avoid road rage of any right. kind.
1: Right, which is, you know, it's hard to do as the population increases and the road system doesn't uh, to match that. And uh, we all get uh, more and more crowded. But uh, I think if we can all kind of keep that in our hearts and in the back of our minds, it's going to make Christmas just so much more enjoyable for everyone and there I'm off my soapbox
0: <laughs> I, I agree though <laughs> a- and you know if anybody out there thinking of Christmas gifts for that hard to buy for person you know at your place why not get a gift card for doing you could do you know the the skincare things that you guys do like uh, removing uh, aging spots and, and stuff like that but that that's a great option
1: that's great so let, let's talk about a little bit what we have to offer at mckay vision center so first of all new glasses is always nice right it's yeah. kind of like getting a brand new pair of tennis shoes before they get soiled right you're just so happy and proud and they make you fun to put them on and a new pair of glasses that make you see better same way that's right um, Uh, getting someone contacts or renewing their contacts so that they can keep seeing well, that's great. So that's kind of all the optical things you put on. And then we can talk about making, like you said, the skin center part, making yourself look five, ten years younger. You know, we have a full line of all the MD grade uh, chemical peels, where an MD has to be there at the time to get it done. Uh, these are higher concentrations that have a greater effect on your skin. And what these chemical peels will do is they will lighten and brighten and soften the uh, the whole complexion of your face. Uh, and they work great. And we uh, have them in a series of three. Um, we have them that also have high concentrations of retinol in them, which... Uh, make a big improvement over the standard chemical peels. We have a home kit. Boy, let's talk about that. So it's a home kit that has the best vitamin C, vitamin A, sun protection, daily care for your skin. It's everything you need in one box. Not that big. Ready to be wrapped up and put (laughs) under the tree and anyone that would enjoy having some real high-quality skin treatments to use at home that's a wonderful gift there then we can talk about the uh, treatments we mentioned the chemical peels we have uh, Botox to get rid of those wrinkles that occur with uh, facial expression like laugh lines or frown lines uh, lines on the forehead we have a full line of all the different uh, varieties of fillers which will soften the deeper wrinkles uh, in your skin you know what happens to people with time not only you know really it starts from 25 years old and then it progresses every decade after that but not only does our skin lose its elasticity the collagen and elastin fibers we also lose muscle in our face we lose the fat pads in our face we uh, actually lose bone we have bone loss on our skull and all of this atrophy is what causes the wrinkles and the changes and the sagging the jowls you know all those kind of things to happen and you can you can fight that some and and have a pretty good result Uh, you can do that with uh, fillers for the deep ones for overall complexion we have the intense pulse light the IPL which you mentioned it gets rid of the reds and the browns so to speak so if you got brown spots on your face Bam, this takes care of it. If you have spider-like blood vessels, gets rid of those. And the nice thing about it, a lot of people have acne rosacea. This is the number one treatment for getting rid, uh, you know, the gold standard for getting rid of those spider-like vessels, those red spots on your cheek, your nose, your forehead, your chin. And uh, it works uh almost immediately so it works uh, very well so we have that and then we have the latest in overall improving the condition and the tightness and the firmness of your skin which is the radio frequency microneedling we have both the number one instrument in both the IPL and in the radio frequency microneedling market so we have uh, the best right here in the borough at McCabe Vision Center and so those are all great things and then let's talk about maybe more involved things. Maybe uh, someone's a diabetic and they haven't had an eye exam in a while. You know if they've got medical insurance if they don't have a copay, it's free. If they do have a copay, it's just the copay and maybe you could help out a loved one or a neighbor or a friend or something with that Uh, very important in keeping their vision for the rest of their lives Uh, as well as all the other treatments you know with cataract surgery now we have the best lens implants to help get people out of glasses for most of their day Um, you know not only gonna be able to see in the distance well but you're gonna be able to see your computer see the dashboard of the car a magazine Uh, tell what time it is on your watch, Uh, text with people on your cell phone. These kind of things you do all day long. And you can do those, the distance and in between, uh, as long as you're in decent light without glasses. So uh, these are all wonderful things that make a big effect on people a lot more than... um, new tennis shoes or a tie or socks or whatever those kind of things and uh, anyway so we would love to uh, help everyone uh, not only uh, look better but uh, see better and when those things happen you feel better about yourselves it's uh it's kind of an interesting thing how it improves your personality and your outlook on your life Again, Dr. Greg
0: McCabe with McCabe Vision Center in studio with us this morning. And for anybody out there who has questions for Dr. McCabe, you can text those to us right now at 615-893-1450. We do have the first question of the morning. It is about Botox. With Botox, is Mm -hmm. it true do you have to continuously get more Botox after you get it the first time. And if that is true, how often?
1: <laughs> yeah, so great question. So Botox inhibits the release of neurotransmitter and the neurotransmitter junction, the neuromuscular junction uh, between the nerve and the muscles. Um, we mostly think of it on your face, but other people use it for neck and other areas, but anyways, you know, Botox was first used. Everybody thinks wrinkles and stuff like that. But it was first used by ophthalmologists to treat patients with uh, lazy eye and muscle problems in their eye that cause deviation. Isn't that interesting? Bet you didn't I know that. I never that. Yeah. Anyways, it's like so many things. They find out it does this well and then they find out it does something else well. You know, the, the stuff you put on your hair to make your hair grow...
0: I, I've what's heard, that called I forgot what it's called but I, I know it it's on the tip of my tongue
1: yeah so that was first gain Rogaine that was first brought out by the FDA as a blood pressure medicine
0: never knew that either
1: and people used it their hair started to grow on their heads. <laughs> so does
0: it still work for blood pressure
1: uh, yes it does it's got to be taken internally rather than a cream or a liquid applied to the scalp but uh, all these kind of interesting things. And the thing with Botox or any of the other products uh, that are similar sister drugs to Botox, is that it prevents the overcontraction of muscles during facial expression. So your kind of resting face that you normally have doesn't affect those wrinkles. Don't expect it to, because it won't. But any of those kind, that you frown or smile or you make some kind of facial expression it will mute those and it does a exceptionally good job of that now how long does it work well it gets metabolized like any other drug in our body it's not a permanent solution no way so in the areas that you use a lot say around your mouth or opening and closing your eyes that we do all day. And the eyes, of course, are about 8 to 12 times a minute we blink. But anyways, those that are metabolically active will metabolize the medicine faster. So in those areas, it uh, lasts about three to four months. And then in other places of the face that aren't used as much, maybe your forehead and things like that, it can last longer. But typically by five At most six months, it's 100% uh, gone. And so, yes, to have that continually work, you do have to uh, get that updated.
0: So once you get it the first time and then (laughs) you go back, let's say, get it a second, then a third time, what Mm -hmm. if at that point you decide, I don't want to fool with it anymore? Are you going to end up having more wrinkles because you didn't continue doing the Botox treatment?
1: So that, that's an interesting question. Now that they found that um, people and models and others and those in the entertainment business are using it at an earlier and earlier age because they're finding that, yes, it does prevent the development of deep wrinkles over time because you kind of pushed it back. You know, you kicked that can down the road. You prevented that extra muscle contraction from causing wrinkles over time and those setting in permanently so uh, yes it does early on it can actually give you much less wrinkles later on um, also staying out of the sunlight don't burning your skin taking care of your skin and UV damage that's one of the greatest uh, advancers there in wrinkles and poor skin complexion so uh, After you take it, and let's say it's later on you're taking it, you got the wrinkles pretty much you're going to get, then it doesn't have any effect on what you would have had, but you're going to notice it because you used to look really good without many wrinkles in those areas, and and now they're back where they were, and so everything's relative, and yeah, you will uh, go back to the way you were, it doesn't cause a permanent change.
0: Okay. And we have another question here. It says, I I tried to get an eye exam appointment with Dr. McKay, but he was booked out until December of 2023. Is that the same for all services? And uh, well, first of all, is that even the case?
1: So um, if it was, I apologize. That was some kind of oversight. And I'm now actually opened up two or three more spots per half day morning and afternoon so um, if you probably call up you can probably uh, get a, a visit no problem at all mm-hmm. sometime in January
0: so now if you say
1: up. I only want to have it you know uh, Tuesday afternoon after three thirty, then it's going to be more limited but um there will be uh spots uh, readily available now
0: good good so definitely call back and oh ab-
1: absolutely you, you'll be able to get right in and not not too long
0: another question here if taking <coughs> blood thinner can you get a brow botox
1: so yes you can uh but you have a greater risk of course because you're on a blood thinner you know i i jokingly tell people with blood thinners, you know, you can look at a coffee table and get a bruise on your knee (laughs) because any little thing you touch gives you a little mark and people on blood thinners are shaking their head right now. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, it does. So you get a little injection. Even though you know at our office, we use the smallest gauges needles they make 32 and 33 gauge, and don't make any smaller than that. You go to your regular doctor for something, you're getting like a 23 gauge needle or something. So, this is much smaller, you barely feel it. But if you're on a blood thinner, you're more likely to have a little bruise, and that can happen. The risk is decreased when you're off of it, and depending what it is you know, if it's atrial fibrillation, which is what most people take blood thinners for, then you can typically get off of it for uh, two, three days and that will help it. If it, you're on something for a mechanical heart valve or uh, you've had pulmonary embolism, then no, you stay on that. You don't let anybody take you off of that. <laughs> right. I,
0: you know, I, I, don't, I don't think the average person even thinks about that kind of stuff where I'm on blood thinners if I were to get Botox, I'm going to look like I have black eyes.
1: This is what the average person doesn't think of. Are you on blood thinners is my question. No, I don't take any of that work from Kuman and that stuff. Well, I see her on your chart. You take an aspirin every day. It, well, yeah, but it's it's just one of those low-dose aspirins. Yeah. And the thing is, a low-dose aspirin is a pretty strong blood thinner. Huh. That's why it's worked so well for so long. And uh, it takes about seven days to lower the effects of the aspirin because that's about how long your platelets survive in your body. And so you've got to get a new turnover of platelets that aren't affected by that drug. Um, and that's about seven days for the newer blood thinners. It's just a couple of days. So it just depends on what you're taking, but most of the time it's okay, unless you're in those two situations that we mentioned.
0: I, I never would have thought about that. And like you said, <clears throat> most people don't think about that kind of stuff.
1: Uh, no, because they're just—they take it every day, and it's a lot of them take it for prevention. If you only take an aspirin for prevention, I'm going to suggest that you discuss it with your primary care doctor next time you go see them, because new studies have come out where it says it's actually better for you not to be on that daily low dose aspirin if you do not have a heart or blood vessel or blood clotting problem. Uh, If you were just one of those people that was put on it 15 years ago, because then it was thought to help prevent stroke and heart attack, they're finding out it doesn't make that much difference on that, and that uh, it causes stomach and other GI problems where you'd be better off not taking it. But of course, before you make that change, discuss it with your doctor.
0: You know, today we live in a very medicated society, and... Part of that is is good. That tells me that there's been a lot of new things that have come along as far as medications go that can really help folks out. Then uh, the other side of that, part of it is, do we wanna be this medicated? How important is it to bring with you to an appointment at your office, a list of medications that you're currently on and is there any concern or worry out there about being such a medicated society?
1: Wow. Now we're getting deep, deep, <laughs> deep at WGNS radio this morning. Well, I'll tell you, anytime you go to any doctor, I don't care who it is, or you go see a dentist or anyone kind of in the healthcare, they absolutely should know what medicines you're taking, especially if you're on a blood thinners. And your allergies, and you know, I think it's a good idea. there's there's apps on your phone you can get and keep it right on there so it's easy. and then whenever you go somewhere and they want to know this, Boop, you bring it up, no big deal. Or if you keep uh, if you're not into that, if you keep a little card in your wallet or purse that lists them, now you got to keep it updated because things change every year. so, then you can pull that out and it's just so easy. But they're all gonna ask you that. So yes, it's important and maybe they think you should be on a new treatment for something and they wanna make sure that it doesn't interact or cause problems with any of the medications you're on or worsen any of the other disease problems that you're being you know, cared for. So you ought to know what medicine you take, why you take it, what your allergies are, and past medical history, you know, lots of people were adopted or their parents died early or something, whatever, and so they don't have that privilege. But for those that do, you know, check out with your other living uh, siblings or people that can help you, and have that uh, have that down because at least in my office, in my mind, it makes a difference to me when I'm trying to make a decision whether to put someone that kind of has some symptoms and kind of has some of the testing that could be positive for this and they're kind of on the borderline of where you start medication or not, if they've got a significant family history, then the decision's done. Absolutely, you start that medicine. But if never is in their family and... Uh, you know, they're still kind of borderline I'll say, you know what, we can reevaluate this in another year and I think that's shown to be the safer, best way to do it.
0: And I've learned it's also important to let your doctor know about any food allergies you may have because there are some medications out there that are derived from some type of animal, you know, could be pork related or, or who knows what. But that's another aspect that I think a lot of people don't think about.
1: And, and a lot of people don't know they have a food allergy. They don't know it. They may, eh, you know, this kind of upsets my stomach or something. You may have a food allergy to it. So uh, the only way you know is to get it tested that's the only way to know if you've got a food allergy. So discuss that again with your primary care doctor.
0: And I think there's lots of new ways of testing for food allergies these days where you don't necessarily have to be injected with whatever that product is it, because they can now test your blood for a number of different allergies
1: that's right for a number of them you they can and then for a number of them you still have to have that tine test i remember that yeah well i'll tell you a little story I've had it both so i had it where you, you get it on your arm this is when i was like 15 or so and they do a bunch uh, maybe on both arms or something and then they put you under the heat lamp for 10 minutes and they look to see what gets red and hard it's got to be both and the amount of that determines how allergic you are to that allergen. Well, I remember I was sitting there with my mom, bless her soul, and uh, I, at eight minutes I looked to my mom and I said, Mom, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to pass out. And she said, Oh, honey, you'll be fine. It's just another minute. And then wham, I hit the floor. <laughs> and all I kind of remember in going out was hearing my mother yell, Nurse, nurse, and And so that's not going to go like that for you if you get testing. That's only at a small part. But uh, I was just allergic to so many. And I had asthma. And I was kind of a sickly kid growing up. And, uh, you know, fortunately, I grew out of it. And I I still get a little bit. I get that exercise-induced bronchial constriction when I'm out in the cold. And if I've got a little bit of a cold. But other than that, um, I've mostly grown out of it. But many people don't and many people acquire allergies. Maybe they're 70 years old and they've taken this for 10 years. How can I develop an allergy to it? Well, when we stop it and all the symptoms go away, you start it up again, a rechallenge test, and then they come back, boom, you're allergic to it. You don't need any kind of fancy allergy test. We're just not gonna use that anymore. And it's gonna go down on your chart for allergies. And if you get a new one that year, and every time you go to a different doctor, Of course, add that onto your list on your card or your phone, and then you got to let them know. And then you can kind of stay out of these situations uh, where a medicine uh, will have more problems than help for you.
0: And it's wild how the body can acquire new allergies (laughs) later in life, get rid of some allergies later in life. I, I mean, literally, your body is always growing and changing in different ways.
1: Oh, yes. You know, we don't quite understand autoimmune diseases. They attack the body, right? It's interesting that with allergies, which is your immune system, of course, involving IgE molecules instead of IgG and IgM, that the first time you're exposed to an allergen, you're not allergic to it at all. It takes your body that first time to develop these IgE antibodies that the next time you're exposed to it, then you have that histamine release and that, typical allergy reaction and any medicine or anything that you come into contact that gives you a rash or that makes your throat or your tongue swell up even the littlest bit, you should stay away from that and mark that down on your card as an allergy. But a lot of things that people mark down as allergies are not, they're not those things. They're side effects. Oh, well that, you know, uh, you know, gave me loose stools, for a better word, <laughs> or, uh, y- y- you know, I I don't like the taste of that at all, or, you know, it, it just made uh, me f- feel all weird or something. Those are probably side effects rather than allergies, and so it's important when you mark down these allergies that also mark down next to it what was the problem that you think you got from it, because that can help. You may be in a a life-threatening situation where you may need that category of medications and you would hate to hold that back because it was actually a side effect and not an allergy
0: again dr craig mccabe local eye doctor in studio with us this morning <laughs> from mccabe vision center his office 122 heritage park drive right here in the borough and if you have any questions for him this morning call him in or text him 615-893 one four five oh we're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back to take your questions again 615-893-1450 and right now that time again 848 on today the 12th of december it's a monday man 12 days away from christmas eve already
1: oh it's time to sing the song
0: Uh, okay Wait, wait which
1: Come on. Come on now. You'll get it.
0: Merry Christmas.
1: <laughs> How many days till Christmas?
0: 12 on the 12th day of Christmas. Okay.
1: <laughs> there we go. You. We got, got it. You. We're ready.
0: <laughs> we will be right back again at the time 8:49. <laughs>
1: The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. This is MTSU President Sydney McPhee. You're listening to WGNS, your local connection to Blue Raider Atlanta. WGNS AM FM Online.
0: We'll see cloudy skies this afternoon with a high in the mid-50s. Northeast winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, alone near 38. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 44. Bystar Building Solutions is your complete janitorial contracting service provider. From cleaning a single office to industrial complexes and apartments, visit BystarBuildingSolutions.com. Again, BystarBuildingSolutions.com.
1: Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas' Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. You know, I go out to eat, and I like eating steak,
0: where my wife will end up getting her salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves our salmon. It's one of those places that you can go. You can get pastas or chicken. You know, the kids love it. Get what you want
1: at Demas' Restaurant, and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas' Restaurant, 1115 Northwest
0: Broad Street in Murfreesboro. This is Amanda at Animal City. I'd like to invite your family to come do business with my family. We are Murfreesboro's locally owned pet store. And come see us at Animal City. Let our 30 plus years of experience help you and your pets live a happier, better life. Here at Animal City, we stock flea and tick prevention for your pet year round. Whether you're feeding a Great Dane, a bearded dragon, or a hedgehog, we have what you need here at Animal City. You can find your local pet store, Animal City, here in Murfreesboro on Broad Street. What do you like most about Adams Place? My apartment. I love my apartment. It's roomy and I've got lots of books and I've got room for everything and my little dog likes it, so we're happy in my apartment. We're talking with Betty Kirksey. The people are nice. Everybody that works here, I have found it. They're really nice. I'm Terry Deal.
1: Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart.
0: Listen live to WGNs Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNs Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at wgnsradio.com.
1: play old flags, WGNs retires old glory with respect. Bring those tattered bibles here too. We're more than talk.
0: Right now that time 8:52 you're tuned to WGNS on this Monday morning. Today is the 12th of December and our guest again in studio Dr. Craig McCabe with McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive again in the borough. If anybody has any questions, text them to us right now 615-893-1450. We have a another question here. It's kind of a long one, so let me see if I can break it down a little bit here. Uh, let see. Do you refer patients to other doctors if needed? And how do you go about deciding where a patient needs to turn?
1: Oh, absolutely. We were just talking about it during the break.
0: We were actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Whenever they're having issues that I've tried my best and I can't fix, then uh, I send them on. I was uh, trained at uh, Vanderbilt. I appreciate my training there. And typically, uh, I would send uh, a person there. If it is a a significant retinal issue, uh, they can go there. They can also go to see uh, the doctors at Tennessee Retina. They're all very good. Um, It just depends upon what it is. Maybe they need to go see a neurologist or an endocrinologist or a rheumatologist or a gerontologist or a GI doctor or an orthopedist, whatever it is. Um, Absolutely. And uh, I think most doctors have absolutely no problem with sending a patient on to get a second opinion uh, because really all that's important is that the patient uh, does better. Uh, and does well and heals up and gets on the path of recovery, whatever path that may be. So, um, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think that would be a problem for most doctors.
0: And, you know, I, I think this leads way into what we were talking about off the air there during that break. Uh, my wife came to you, and she came to you with, with one problem, and then uh, it was with your help that she, you referred her to, to get an MRI, And that led way to learning about another issue, but it it was you and your guidance that actually helped her get to the right place and take that next step, get an MRI done. And, you know, I, I don't think people realize going to you, going to an eye doctor, that you can lead that way for that patient to go to where they should be next going to.
1: Yeah, that's right. I think uh, I saw your lovely wife a couple times and I said, you know what? I don't think you need to see me for quite a while, but I do think that you need to go get an appointment with these three different specialists and uh, kind of uh, direct you on that way. uh, Got the right scan done. And um, now we're just waiting to have those appointments uh, to get those. And then hopefully after they uh, do their thing, so to speak, and have worked it up and come up with a diagnosis. Uh, then she'll get on a treatment and then get on that road to recovery. That's the main thing.
0: And, you know, for her, it, it was there was a lot of confusion there with, with medically speaking, you know, where do I turn next? Because she was in a really bad car wreck a number of years back. And I, I think a lot of times when folks are in traumatic events like car wrecks, At the time after they get their medical treatment, they may think, well, this is the end of it. Everything looks to be fixed. But things can come back years later that have direct ties with that initial car wreck in her case.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you, if you're in a car wreck where you're the victim and you're going to get some remuneration back, they always make you sign a line that says, this is it. I know this will totally take care of me. I'm never going to ask for any more money you know, it's a total write-off on that and you need to be real careful about that because uh, things can happen later on and it's better off to sign off on the conditions you have right now but that that doesn't guarantee that other ones won't develop because of this. Uh, So um, you have to be careful about uh, those things Um, otherwise you may be left stuck holding the bill at the end of the day, you know, three years from when it originally happened. But anyways, that, you know, the thing is, if you're, this is a problem we're having now with medicine in America is that the government is reducing what doctors make every year. So, for example, with ophthalmology, we went under a 15 to 20% cut last year. On all our codes, you know, you see us circle our codes on our sheet or time in or whatever, and uh, we get 15 to 20% less. And, how, you know, how do you make that up, right? Because let me tell you, the equipment that we buy doesn't get any cheaper. It continues to get more expensive, just like cars and everything else. And the uh, services that we provide don't get any cheaper they get more expensive we all have warranties to maintain on all of our fancy equipment all these kind of things and our staff they're going through this inflation too and they all you know want a raise and a bonus or whatever uh, to help them out and now you're getting paid uh, 15 20% less and then this year uh, 2023 we're up for a 4.5 to 5% additional cut again um, that's a huge thing for any business to take on is to reduce their cash flow by, say, 25%. That's, that can be a killer, you know, if you're living on that margin. And, you know, just think about if your paychecks were reduced by 25%. You know, you'd have a really hard time. So uh, the doctors is going through and what, what they're trying to do, they're trying to see more patients, right? See more patients, try to make up for that. Well, lots of time that means you're spending fewer minutes with each patient and you have fewer minutes to think about it or to ask the appropriate questions or whatever. You try to be as efficient as possible, but you know care can sometimes get missed or you just focus on this one little thing that they're in for and you ignore everything else. And so I hate to see that going on in our country that used to be the best, the standard in medicine. We're not anymore, but you know. we used to be. And so things will get missed, they'll get skipped. And hopefully if you see another doctor and they take a little bit of time and talk to you, they can pick up on it and help get you redirected on the right path.
0: I know we only have, well, actually we're already out of time, but I can say firsthand after seeing how you worked with, with my wife in her case, you actually took the time to explain, well, this is what's going on. This is where you need to go next. And this looks like it's a result of you know fill in the blank Mm xyz but you took the time to fully explain what was happening what needs to be done and where to go next
1: right and that direction uh really makes a big difference when you're kind of lost i don't know what to do no one's kind of helping me i'm stuck what can i do so um There are people out there like me that are kind of slow, and they're not as fast, and they take a little bit more time. But uh, please have patience with them if we're running a little late, because I may have run into someone like Scott's wife here who needed some extra time. And the same thing will be given to you hopefully it never happens to you but if it does you'll get it
0: and it helps to put the patient at ease too a lot of times which is another positive
1: right and i just want to say before we sign off of course merry christmas to everyone happy new year but i just want to say i thank everybody who calls in and listens to the show i really thank my staff man i've got an awesome staff if you've ever been to my office they are very intelligent very well-trained and they care about you getting better you're not a number and I appreciate all my patients, all the physicians that refer their family and friends in. Thank you so much. And I wish everyone a very Merry Christmas.
0: Sounds good. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe in studio with us this morning. We will post this podcast online in just a few minutes. But again, Dr. McCabe, thank you for joining us.
1: Yeah, give us a call if you need any help. We're glad to help you at McCabe Vision Center.
0: And local news comes your way next with WGNS's Ron Jordan.